Potential Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Yom Kippur, right now. If you are one of the show Jews, you shouldn't be here. So I don't want to see Sam the Jew for sure. And there is no way in hell Saul. I mean, his dad is a rabbi. Uh, it, it, it shouldn't be that I'm explaining this to the show Jews. That today is not your day. Today is the Jewish day of atonement. Today is the Super Bowl for Jews. Yom Kippur, the holiest day in Judaism and Samaritanism. And I don't know what Samaritanism is. I'm not going to try to follow up on that either. That, that's, we'll kick that can down the road. Occurs annually on the 10th of Tishrei. This is the 10th of Tishrei. That is the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar. You didn't know any of this shit because you guys don't do the research like your old pal Eric Zane. You're just like, it shows up on your iPhone and it says, yeah, I'm Kippur. And you go, oh, okay. And then you have no idea. Well, I'm a very curious fellow. Now, I, I have looked this up before, but then it leaves my brain. It's centered on atonement and repentance. Doing the right thing, making solid, sound decisions. And atonement and repentance uh, is what you're focusing on. You're not focusing on the Eric Zancho podcast. Yeah, I get that shit right. Uh, today, here's what's on the docket for people that are recognizing uh, Yom Kippur and observing. Full fasting. You don't eat for the day. Sun just came up. Hopefully you ate before the sun came up. I think it has. I think that's when it starts. Maybe it starts at midnight. I don't know. And then it says ascetic behavior. We'll come back to ascetic behavior for you Jews. Intensive prayer. Sin confessions. You know, I'm all about that. Traditionally inside of a synagogue. Alongside Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, one of the two components of the high holy days of Judaism. Because you know how like in the NFL season, uh, season you got the Super Bowl, but ahead of that, you got championship weekend, the NFC and AFC championships. Uh, equally, well, not as big, but pretty damn close. There's my anecdotal uh, sports reference to go along with the holy days of Judaism. What are ascetic behaviors, you ask? I'll tell you. Characterized by abstinence from sensual pleasures. God forbid if on Yom Kippur you have sex or beat your meat or sex with an animal or something. You don't want to do that. You are really, really stepping out of bounds if you uh, do not abstain from sensual pleasures. Now, some would argue that what I am doing right now is not a sensual pleasure. 
So you might be okay listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, but really that's probably a, a not a good idea. You want to be praying, fasting, not paying attention to this drivel. What the hell? Uh, often for the purpose of pursuing spiritual goals, asceticism has been a dominant theme within, wait a minute, has not been a dominant theme within Judaism, but minor to significant ascetic traditions have been a part of Jewish spirituality. Disapproving views. All right, there's a lot of minutia there that I just cannot get into. Just know today's the day. It's a big one. And we have a lot going on here on this show. First of all, um, Dear Meathead happens. By the way, sorry for being late. I was trying to pick up uh, a player for my fantasy football team, and uh, I can't figure out how to do it. I dropped the, I dropped a guy, and then I couldn't pick up another one. I was like, wait, huh? What am I doing wrong? Somebody tried to trade me, send, um, what the hell is that quarterback that was good for Seattle, and now he stinks with Denver? Oh, uh, Russell Wilson. Someone tried to send me Russell Wilson and a running back for Jared Goff. This is the second team that has tried to get my Jared Goff. Now, Jared Goff is my backup. He's a great backup. He's having an excellent year, except for that pick six last week. Uh, No, no, you're not going to get your hands on my Jared Goff. You're going to have to do much better than that. Like, actually send me a uh, envelope full of money. Then I'll consider it. Uh, So that's why I'm late. Uh, I'll need your questions for Dear Meathead. I have a couple, but I probably need some more. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shore Liners Striping Inbox. If you ever need the parking lot striped, that's who you call. Shore Liners Striping. So send your questions along. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. It was a baseball game in Texas yesterday where some dude uh, won $1 million. And he won it by catching Aaron Judge's home run ball. Now, for all of these home runs that have been leading up to this one, the record-setting number 62 to beat Roger Maris's record, which happened last night. Um, fans have been, like, giving back the baseball or uh, it, it turns out that, like, a bullpen player catches the ball. It's, like, fans are, like, doing the wrong thing. In this one, the home run, One fan thought that the ball was going to land in the bullpen in front of them. So he, he jumped out of the stands, lands in the bullpen, but it actually did go into the stands and a dude caught the ball. So Aaron Judge's 62nd home run was caught by a fan and uh, number 99 breaks Roger Maris's record. Of 61. I want to go ahead and give you the John Sterling call 
of that. John Sterling, the legendary announcer. I did not realize John Sterling was 84 years old. What? Come on. Audio check. Video check. Here we go. Aaron Judge, 62. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American. I love that crack of the bat, man. And then I, I like how this picture here, as soon as uh, Judge swings, he just turns around and he's like, ah, for crying out loud, I'm the guy. Oh, there it goes. Deep left, it is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. That was his mother right there, Aaron Judge's mother. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 60. That is, that is really something that all right fielders and all Yankees uh, in this in this whole thing. And home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a... Look how much bigger he is than everyone else on the field. ...single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. <laughs> There's always some... All rise. Court is in, court is in session. Case closed. Wow, you know, that, that brings like tears to my eyes watching this. Aaron Judge, it's his 62nd. It's so exciting. And on the big scoreboard in right center, they have Judge 62 and 22, Roger 61 and 61, the Babe 60 and 27. So exciting. So exciting. And uh, they had a great shot yesterday. Of his mom, Patty Judge, his dad, Wayne Judge, all the Yankees greeted him. Okay, the Yankees have offered him, because he's a free agent at the end of the year. They offered him a contract extension. Talk about tears in the eyes. Uh, I'd have tears in my eyes if I'm the Yankees. And I made this offer, and he he said, nah. They offered him $200 million on a contract extension. $200 million. And he said, ah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test the waters. Now, ultimately, I think the Yankees will do the right thing and, and give him, I don't know, even more. But my God, $200 million offer turned it down 
Aaron Judge. Holy crap. The ball itself will go for upwards of a million dollars. And Judge said, hey, I'd, I'd like to get that ball back, but that's that's a fan's. Now, here's the thing. Lost in all of this, kind of. They're making a big deal about it, but, you know, he's not the single-season home run king. Not even close. Because of all of the cheaters. Now, Roger Maris's son, Roger Maris Jr., he weighed in with a tweet. Congrats to Aaron Judge and his family on Aaron's historic home run. Number 62 has definitely been a baseball season to remember. You are all class and someone who should be revered. For the majority, all caps, of the fans, we can now celebrate a new, all caps, clean home run king. Because, you know, in 98, when Sosa and McGuire were, uh, uh, you know, all juiced up, the Maris family had to follow those assholes all around the league as they closed in on the record, and they both surpassed it in the same year. Okay? In fact, after Bonds, I'm sorry, after Sosa and McGuire in 1998 destroyed the record, McGuire juiced up. And at age 34, it hit 70 home runs that year. Sosa hit 66 in 1998. Barry Bonds said, screw that. I'm going to beat that record. In 2001, and he really loaded up on the steroids and hit 73. Now, if you look at the record books, Bond, 73 home runs in 2001. McGuire and Sosa in 98 hit 70 and 66. McGuire in 99 hit 65. A lot of people forget that too. All of this shit is forgettable to me because they were all juiced. And that's a fact. Uh, In 01, the same year that um, Bonds hit 73, Sosa hit 64. And in 99, the year after he hit 66, Sosa hit 63. So it goes Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, McGuire, Sosa, Sosa. Top six seasons of all time. Number seven season of all time, Aaron Judge, 62 home runs. Roger Maris, eighth at 61. So, you know, you're getting a lot of people making a big deal about this even though he's only the seventh most of all time, Aaron Judge. But, you know, it's uh, top, one of the top stories. Top story, top one of the top stories on the uh, Today Show today, Aaron Judge. Um, and it's because all of these junkies and the amount of steroids that they've put into their bodies, that's the only reason why they had the success that they had. And uh, it, it's remarkable that Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, not in the Hall of Fame... Uh, and, and I'm glad it shouldn't be. They should not be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, after Maris, it was Ruth with 60. Ruth also with 59 in the year 1921. Giancarlo Stanton hit 59 in 2017. Jimmy Fox, Hank Greenberg. Ryan Howard. What was it? Uh, Philly? 
had 56 or 58 in one year. McGuire in 1997 was just starting to do steroids, 58. Luis Gonzalez, what? There's a name. Hit 57 in 01. A-Rod hit 57 in 02. These are all juiced players. Griffey Jr. I don't know if Griffey Jr. actually uh, was indicted as being a junkie. I can't I can't say. Two years, he hit 56. Jose Bautista hit 54. Wh- who? That's a junkie. Okay, lots of junkies on this list. A-Rod, David Ortiz, Jose Bautista. I'm going to throw Griffey in there. A-Rod again, Luis Gonzalez, Mark McGuire, Ryan Howard. I'm not sure about Ryan Howard. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I don't think so. That was 2017. And then of course, Sosa McGuire bonds bonds is an absolute joke. And you know, if you were to go, um, there's a lot of people with blue check marks on their name on Twitter who are saying that Barry bonds is the real home run King. It's like, how can you possibly say that? That is just bullshit. I don't know how, how anybody can actually feel that way. Uh, JD says Junior was clean. Corey says baseball talk. I'll come back in 10 minutes. What an asshole. Aram says, yeah, it started with religion talk and now baseball. Oh, all right. You should go watch the Nolan Ryan documentary on Netflix. I didn't realize that there was one. All right. Okay. Welcome in. My God. Uh, If you have a question for dad on Dear Meathead, I am going to need that. I got 36 minutes until that all gets started um, with my dad. Dear Meathead brought to you by my friends at Baldwin Ace Hardware. Uh, Yesterday, I don't know what came over me, but... um, it was like a year ago that I went and um, bought two side view mirrors for the truck. Okay. My dad's truck that I bought off of him. And that is because uh, the one that is on the driver's side was a little screwed up and it was hard to see, but it worked. The one on the right, I I hit on the way out of the garage, just like Diana did the other day and and cracked it. And then Diana hit the other side, the one that was still already kind of screwed up and really screwed it up, breaking it, oh, God, while backing out of the garage. I know some of you are already going to say, well, wait a minute. You said that you got pissed at Diana, but you did it too. No, no, no. You're losing touch. Uh, I didn't get pissed at her because she backed out and damaged the mirror because that would be hypocritical. I was more pissed off that she drove in the driveway while I was cleaning her car and, uh, and said, Hey, uh, we're even I'm like, what? At least when I damaged your car, I was a little bit, I was sad. I felt bad. And I said, this is all my fault and I'm going to fix it. I didn't like rub your face in it, whatever. But anyway, uh, so like over a year ago, I bought these, these side view mirrors. And, um, then one day I looked at a uh, YouTube video and upon watching that video, 
I was so intimidated by what I had to do that I said, well, screw it. I'm not even going to attempt it. I am not going to attempt it. But then after Diana screwed up the driver's side one, so I couldn't even see out of it at all. I'm like, you know, and this dude emailed me. I forgot what his name was. Some guy in uh, New Hampshire sent me, Michael, I believe, sent me an email saying, this is an easy job, man. You can absolutely do this. Do you want me to help you? And that's all I needed, though, was him to tell me that because then I went back and opened up that YouTube video. And um, I don't know what came over me, but I said, you know what? I'm going to try this shit. And uh, so you you have the car door open and you got to take off that whole panel, you know, where the controls are for the window up and down and the uh, in the mirror. And so uh, bolt here, bolt there, pry this, pry that. Next thing I know, everything's apart in my driveway. And so I'm feeling intimidated, but I'm just watching the YouTube video. And I did exactly what it told me to do. And I was so successful at this. And I it actually didn't even take long. I mean, I did everything correct. What a feeling that is to uh, put that all together and then you're successful. And I am thoroughly convinced that if there is a YouTube video about how to do uh, brain surgery on someone that if you just follow the steps and you have the right equipment, anyone, you can do anything. You can build a rocket. You can do brain surgery based on a YouTube video. I was like, holy shit, this is so great. So I got the driver's side done. Works fine. Now I've got a new mirror on there. I go, you know what? I'm going to do the other side too. Went over to the passenger side, did that one. Awesome. Oh my God. Eric Zane, YouTube car repair champion. I feel so good about that. When I get something done, if it's raking the front lawn or putting a mirror on or whatever it is, um, I always go back and look at it just to like stare at it because I'm satisfied. I don't know if you do that. I do that more and more as I get old. When I get something done, I like want to see what I accomplished. I'm not kidding you. I'm such an idiot. I'll go in the house and an hour later, I'll come walking back out and just walk back to where I was, look at it. Wow. I touch it. Walk back inside. Mental illness, I'm telling you. Uh, thank you so much for being part of this show. I appreciate you being here on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but it's time for you to go. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, I am going to cut the cord. If you want the rest of this show, you have to get it uh, on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Give yourself a little username. And then you can participate in the chat and uh, and whatever. And, uh, and, and you got to hit the follow button. Okay? Hit the follow button. And uh, then you'll know when I go live. And then you don't have to worry about Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Okay? Thank you so much. And uh, as well, you can get the audio podcast wherever you download shows. And uh, listen whenever you want if uh, that's how you want to do it too. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by my friends at Blue Frost IT. And YouTube, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. You guys are awesome. All right. <laughs> 
Yesterday, um, as I was doing this free podcast, uh, I was uh, going through the whole dynamic of starting the show and how I needed to track down, see if the NFK, my brother-in-law, could get into the dentist. And 24 hours ago, I wasn't sure that he could. Well, I got done with this show, and I reached out to our dentist, Dr. Bitesplint, and uh, they said, I go, you guys take Medicare? They go, yeah. I go, oh, that's awesome. Can you get my brother-in-law in? He's complaining of tooth pain. And uh, they said, you're not going to believe it. Normally, no, but I just hung up with someone who canceled. It's happening today. And I go, let's get this done. Here we go. Now, this all stems from the NFK approaching me and saying, and with his finger in his mouth, of course, hey, it hurts. This thing hurts. I go, well, I'll make you an appointment, Kevin. That's my job. I did all that. Now, for the Patreon audience, this part you will have already have heard, but okay, bear with me. You will get the rest of the story. I go downstairs after I make the appointment and I'm proud of myself. Just like putting the mirrors on the truck. I'm happy that I've made some, uh, I've, I've accomplished this. I go, Kevin, I got good news. Yeah. I set a dentist appointment for you at 2.10 today. Why? Now that's not what I expected to hear. Based on everything I've just informed you, the audience, on, I, I immediately went, wait, what? I go, uh, well, didn't we have a conversation that your tooth was bugging you? Yeah, but I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want an appointment right now. Shit. Fuck. I go, well, I, I'm confused. Well, you know, I just wanted you to, and he starts doing the arms and the hands thing. I just wanted you to, and he always does this like, like shoo shoo. He does his hands like shoo shoo away with you. I just wanted you to, I just wanted you to, uh, shit fuck, you know, uh, uh, see if we could get in on an appointment. And I'm like, yes. And, uh, the answer is yes, we can get in, in on an appointment and it's today. Well, no, I didn't want that. Cause it doesn't hurt right this minute. I just want, you know, in case it hurts. So I think I w I'm understanding. He wanted me to, I don't know, block out a just in case appointment and uh, and thinking that the dentist would like hang on to it to a floating date and time sometime in the future for so that when it matches up with oh hey now I feel pain now you can take a love on the appointment shit yeah look and I'm like it, it it does not work that way well what do you mean I go uh well when you need an appointment, you call and get an appointment. If you can get an appointment, you get the appointment. If you cannot, you must wait. There's no, what you're describing is a uh, series of circumstances that uh, don't add up to anything in the space-time continuum. And he's getting frustrated with me. And I can tell that because as I'm trying to explain this to him, he does this thing where he'll start to talk as you're explaining it to him. So I'm getting, I'm trying to make this clear, like 
I've just made it clear to you because you, you know, you can process things better. And uh, he starts interrupting me and talking over me. And I then went, stop. If I'm talking, don't talk. I'm trying to explain this to you, but you're not listening to me because you keep talking. And you do this all the time. Stop speaking until I'm done talking. Okay? So I, I'm getting pissed now. And uh, I explained to him, what's up? And he starts to give me an attitude. Okay, okay. I go, yeah, it's, I, and I, you know, we, we should probably go. Okay, okay. And I go, hold up. I go, are you aware that the dentist is not there to just go there when you feel pain? Huh? I go, yeah, the dentist is a, is a doctor. You go there twice a year to get your teeth clean, looked at. This is what people do. Just like a doctor visit for a physical, you must do this twice a year. Are you aware of that? No. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's how this works. That's how the dentist works. And I said, and if it weren't for your sister and me helping you through these decisions, and if you, you know, if you didn't trust us, which you're not trusting me right now, but if you didn't trust us on all the other things, you'd be in a wheelchair or dead. You realize that, don't you? And he's just looking at me, staring. I go, look, 210, this is when I get, I, I, I lost it a little bit. I go, 210, that's the appointment. We're going. And then I, I drag my, my uh, thumb and index finger like I'm zippering a zipper over my mouth, and I go, zip it. <laughs> I gave him a zip it, which is what you do to a kid. Zip it. Shh. No more talk. And then he didn't say a fucking word because I've got, I got to a point some time ago where I will let him vent to some degree, but if it gets ridiculous to serve his interest, I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up. Okay. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to help you. Maureen says this guy's missing part of his brain. Cut him some slack. I did. That is cutting slack. Okay. I go upstairs. I come back downstairs. He goes, hey, thanks for making that appointment. I go, no worries. Just trust me. I'm not going to, I'm not doing anything wrong. Just, it's okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Uh, all right. So we go. doesn't brush his teeth, hasn't been to the dentist in years, chews tobacco. How do you think this went? It would be just like, it would be a great story if the doc opened up, eh, let me let me see those chompers. And went, everything looks great on your way. That would be great. But uh, Doc sits down. He goes, all right, let me see it. Kevin opens up his mouth. And I am not kidding you. This is how it went. That's coming out. That's a root canal. That's a root canal and a crown. 
But that that one's coming out right now. These two are root canals with with crowns. It was that quick. That quick. And considering that when he went to the doc and uh, his cholesterol is like 100. uh, uh, He's got great cholesterol. I was like, you know what? It's about damn time something bad happened. You've been living too. Been living living the high life for too long. It was that fast. That's leaving. Root canal with crown. Root canal with crown. This is a real fixer upper. And he goes, and you grind your teeth even worse than Eric. So you need a bite splint. Um numb, numb shot, numb shot. Next thing you know, this tooth is out. And uh then we had to make another appointment. It, this is the type of thing Maureen was right, where it's going to take significant, many, many visits to get into an appropriate world. Um, Aram says, what about his gums? Yeah, I don't know. I think that this is all, there's a lot going on here, but they had to get the tooth out right now. Linda says he'll never wear a bite splint. I know. I know. There's no way. Um, questions was there a fuzzy plaque on all the teeth i don't know i didn't uh i didn't i didn't look but we made another appointment for early december and uh this is this is a big deal chris says the dentist is seeing money bags you're right he's not going to need any other uh patients this is this is a big deal for him he just planned a vacation with this one. Josh says, if he ever uh, needs gas, you better record him in that shit. Oh my God, you're right. He might have to go to an uh, endodontist for root canals. Oh. Shit, fuck. That stuff is awesome. Tyler says, I'm guessing they'll need a hammer and chisel to get the black off his teeth. Wouldn't surprise me. But that tooth is now out, and uh, he's back home. But what a mess. It was the the suddenness, suddenness, I should say, when he opened up the mouth, and he was right away, okay, yep, I've diagnosed this. This is the way it's going to be. Holy crap. How much is the out-of-pocket going to be? I don't know. He's got very good insurance. Frank Foss, see? Frank Fuss. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it's necessary and important. Did they do x-rays? Yes. They did do x-rays on, and they're going to do more, too. Uh, Kenny says, it's so funny how Eric's been mystified by all the good reviews from the doctor that he's reveling in the fact that Kevin needs all his dental work done. I'm like, yeah, it's about damn time something screwed up happened to you. Uh, either that, or the dentist will say he's all set, and the NFK will put a dip in and say, shit, fuck, thanks, bitchin' doc. Surely he can't chew with that socket exposed or dip. Yeah, I know. I know. He's not supposed to. Linda says, my son was in the ER last night. Thank God for his insurance through Frank. Oh, 
I hope everything's all right. Oh my God. What happened to him? Jesus. All right. Uh, as I talked about on the Patreon yesterday, I did a full on tribute and, uh, talked about my desire to have uh, sex with 74 year old Loretta Lynn. Now, uh, Lynn was 90 when she died. Uh, I would not have had sex with her when she was 90. But when she was 74, she was still a looker, in my opinion. I'm uh, lifting that information from the uh, video to the song Portland, Oregon, in which 30-year-old Jack White kissed Loretta Lynn on the mouth in that video. Heavy flirting in that video so much. So much, uh, and Jack White made the album Van Leer Rose, which was an award-winning album. I think it won two Grammys uh, for Loretta Lynn. Um, he helped her make that thing, and he appeared in the video. And the song, Portland, Oregon, is about a one-night stand. And so you got Lynn and Jack White on stage, heavy flirting between those two, so much so that it prompted Dan Rather before he got booted from CBS when interviewing Loretta Lynn at about the same time to say sparks flew. Uh, is there any chance of a romance? And, uh, Lynn dismissed it and she said, no. And then, uh, rather said, well, if there was, would you tell me? And she said, yeah, you're darn right. I'd tell you. She was like, yeah, hell yes. I'm a 74 year old bag. If I had a chance to have sex with Jack White, a 30-year-old dude, if Jack White's going to put it to me, I, I'm going to talk about that. She was single. Her beloved do, her husband, died in uh, 1996. Okay? Her husband was depicted by Tommy Lee Jones in the film Coal Miner's Daughter, Sissy Spacek and, uh, and, and Tommy Lee Jones. Actually, a very good movie. Uh... Her husband married her at 15. So her husband was into child rape and they had been dating for some time before that. That's fucking horrible. Lynn had her first child at 15 too. Loretta Lynn is so old and had kids so long, uh, so long, so young. She's got uh, a 75 year old child. Or she would have had a 75-year-old child, but that child ended up passing away. As it stands, she still has a child right now who's 70. So when you live to 90 and you have kids when you're at 15 years old, that's quite a dynamic. All right. Uh, we had a lot of talk on the chat about exercising. I see that our beloved Amanda has um, once again picked up the ball and is now back on the wagon and is starting to exercise. Uh, she says her butt and her legs are sore. Thighs and butt hurt. She said, I figured if Kenny can do DDP yoga, I can go back to my beach body workouts. Those beach body workouts are the real deal. You got everything you need with that. Oh my God. Yes. Beachbody. I love Beachbody on the, uh, on your app, on the phone there or your, or your, uh, tablet. Those things are great. That's all you got to do. That's all you need. 
But, uh, you know, I would say that I'm proud of you because you've picked up the ball and and uh, because we all dropped the ball, all right? And then the key is to pick the damn ball up. So you go beach body, DDP yoga, do all that shit. And then um, when you do those things, you don't have to be so strict in your diet. That's that's not encouraged by anyone. That's the wrong thing to do. All right. You don't just like do workouts and then eat like shit. I do. I do that, but that's probably not recommended. Ram says, quote, has, quote, picked up the ball and is back on the wagon. Said no one ever. You're right. That did, That was a mixed metaphor. My bad. Picked up the ball and is running with it. End of sentence. New sentence. Is back on the exercise wagon. Manna says, I can't do that. I have to eat healthy. Well, if you eat healthy and exercise like that, oh, my God. That is just great. That's the way to go. Josh says, Eric's plan consists of eating whole boxes of cereal. You're not kidding. Um, the box of golden grams that they sell, there is a box that's so damn small. That one sitting, it's gone. One sitting. Amanda, my advice to you is this. Only worry about today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about how long this is going to take. Took a long time to get in a spot that you don't want to be anymore. It's going to take a little time. It's going to take a little time. Showman Joe Broken Heart. Love it is all around you. Tesla. Love song. All right. Uh, Sign up for the Patreon. We have a Patreon show going on today after this one gets done. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I want you all there. Five or ten bucks a month and you can get in on the Patreon. More uh, More podcasting. When in doubt, listen to more podcasts. 15 plus hours of content on the Patreon for just five or 10 bucks a month. And then you will be off and running. So sign up five bucks a month is all the audio, 10 bucks a month, the video and the live streams. Okay. Got Ben and Eric tomorrow live on Patreon, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, all part of what you get on Patreon, which includes that show, the daily Patreon bonus daily, meaning every day of the work week. The Lost Zane recordings, which I finally published yesterday. I dropped two of those a week on you. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Yesterday, Dale taking on Kelsey. The Insane Asylum, my uh, Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get it before it even airs and without commercials. All there on the Patreon. Sign up. We have a great time. Okay. And your donation keeps the lights on for the Patreon. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. And the open and live stream of this show is funded by sponsors. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. God, we got to get back there now. Um, uh, Hockey season starts October 14. Basketball season starts November 10. So we'll go to Bosco's 4 p.m. Pig out. Uh, We haven't set a date yet for this, but we will be doing this. Uh, Eat a burger, have a drink. Go to the hockey game, go to the basketball game, or not, whatever you want to do. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan, uh, online at boscospub.com.
Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Servicing all makes and models of domestic, Asian, and European vehicles. I don't need them to put the mirrors back on my car because, you know, I did it myself. 616-532-6600. I wonder how many times at Bosco's the phones rang and they pick it up. Not at Bosco's, at Irvine's. They pick it up. Irvine's, yeah, hey, I was just watching a YouTube video about how to do blank and uh, everything's in pieces in my driveway. Can you fix it? I bet you that's happened. Not with me, though. 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV in Grand Rapids, Michigan. When the dealerships get in the weeds on whatever they're fixing, they send the car to Irvine's. That's a fact. Don't just take my word for it. Take the word of the boys on Threads Podcast and all of their Google reviews, Irvine's. ERVines.com. ERVines. Can't forget about dumpster divers. Oh, my God. If you are in need of a dumpster to get rid of the junk, to get throw out the shingles that you just ripped off the roof, get rid of a bunch of junk in your house, dumpster divers is who you need to reach out to. Uh, you can reach out to them several ways. Call or text 616-375-9962 or go to dumpsterdiversllc.com. Also, they do junk removal. You can hire them for that and demolition work. Hey, I'm ripping out all the drywall here. Or this kitchen needs, we're redoing the kitchen. Can you get rid of all the old cabinetry? They will show up. They will get rid of it. They will take extra care and and get rid of all that stuff that you're getting rid of. Okay. Dumpster Divers, LLC. I need to tell you that their dumpsters are priced less than any other dumpster rental company in West Michigan. The weight limits are lower. You won't pay as much for a Dumpster Divers dumpster. You can even order them online on their website, dumpsterdiversllc.com. Okay. Say it ain't so. Report. Tom Brady and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers. Ah, that kind of bums me out. I don't know why. I didn't want to believe that. And boy, it's interesting how people were starting to think that that was an issue. Like when Tom Brady came out of retirement, um, and and early on I heard, yeah, um, I don't think I don't think Giselle's happy with this one. And I thought to myself, there is no way that Tom Brady is gonna go against the grain, right? She has to have given him his blessing, right? And uh when the, excuse me, when there was a thought that maybe she did not, um, I was like, no, I don't, I just don't believe that. I, it, they, they struck me as uh, outwardly happy, you know? And, and uh, then during the training camp, 11 days go by of him not there. He's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta take care of some personal stuff. <clears throat> and um, honestly, I was like, uh, no, I don't believe for a second that there's anything going on. If there's any trouble in paradise, he probably just hates training camp. He's, he's 78 years old. Uh, it, it, leave the guy alone. If I, if Tom Brady, if I'm Tom Brady 
uh, hell, after the first Super Bowl, I don't go to training camp. Okay? Uh, truth be told, I'm team Giselle on this. If she doesn't want him to play anymore and she wants to just relax and do other things, uh, I put my foot down. All right? I'm like, come on, honey, enough. You've done enough. You're going to get hurt or whatever. I mean, we don't know exactly what's going on, but if it's all about playing football or not playing football, team Giselle all the way. Besides, it's looking more and more, well, at least this year, we're only four games in, that, you know, I don't know if Brady's going to have the right stuff this year to lead that team with the weapons that the Tampa Bay Bucks have. You know, my God. So then I guess they've hired divorce lawyers. This is the first time that I've been like, "Uh Oh, I did not see this coming. I did not expect that. Uh, uh, Corey says, I'm actually sad about this news. I, I feel a little bit like that too. I, 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 I liked them as a couple. I liked I mean, Brady always seems so down to earth to me. I mean, I really like Tom Brady. I've always been, been uh, seeing the guy speak and the way he carries himself. I've always, I've always felt like I like that guy, and uh, I still do. I mean, it's not like I'm in a, I, I don't like the guy because uh, there's trouble in paradise. But God, man, what the fuck? Kind of a bummer. Uh, the way this one unfolded is pretty unique, too. And by the way, give credit to all the people who sniffed this out because a lot of people um, dating back to when he retired and then came out of retirement, people were like, uh-oh, uh-oh, Giselle, Giselle. And I'm like, nah. But it, it appears that there's uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. The newspaper owned by the family who owns... Well, who will be Tom Brady's boss were the ones who broke this. So Rupert Murdoch Murdoch owns the New York Post. And the New York Post broke the news that Tom and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers. Now, um, Brady will eventually work for Fox Sports, also owned by Murdoch. As, so he already has that job sewn up. That's what a lot of people forget. Um, so I cannot figure out why this guy is even playing. I mean, he must be like from a different planet. Because he has a job sewn up where when he retires, he will start working on Fox Sports for $37.5 million a year. So it's obviously not about the money. He's just wickedly competitive. And obviously, uh, his wife, Giselle, something's wrong. Now, do we know, is she pissed off because of football? Uh, I don't know that. The Post reported that marital discord caused Brady's 11-day training camp hiatus. CNN reported last month that Brady and Bunchen are living separately. I don't know if I believe that, but um, I guess it's entirely true. 
We addressed last month whether Brady's private life is fair game. He seems to realize that the inherently public nature of his existence and the extent to which he profits from that makes everything proper for reporting and commentary. I don't know that it does. I don't know if it does makes it. If if because Tom Brady's good at football, it means that it's open season on his private life. I don't know if that is true. I mean, do I really give a shit that Tom Brady gets married or not? Or uh, divorced or stays married? No, it does actually bum me out, though. I don't want Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin unhappy. I love those two. And they got kids, for fuck's sake. Being the child of a divorce, no matter what anyone tells you, no matter what anyone tells you, divorce sucks. Even uh, for all the people that are like, yeah, this is an amicable, amicable divorce and... uh whatever it's just mom and dad aren't together okay and that breaks your little heart even me i had a uh, a great have a great stepmom but i still remember vividly hearing my mom behind a closed door crying herself to sleep at night and i'm eight it was fucked stuck with me makes me sad right now god rest her soul 11 days till her uh, death anniversary. Do they say death anniversary? Day of death? Two years since she died? Maybe that's what they say. Maybe that's what I should say. Anyway. Uh, all right. Um, Brady's life uh, makes everything proper for reporting and commentary. Yeah, I don't know about that. The apparent influence of any such turmoil on his football performance makes it more relevant to whatever Brady or the Buccaneers do in 2022 or whether he plays in 2023 or beyond. So that's that. I don't know if uh, they if they've hired lawyers that pretty much means there's this is this is a problem, obviously. My god. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed about that. All right. We are going to turn our attention to Dear Meathead. If you have any last-second questions, in fact, let me take a look right now because some of you are like, well, I sure hope somebody sent a question. Chris sent a Dear Meathead baseball question. Maureen sent a question. Thank you, Maureen. I see Tim. Tim K. sent one. And Rob V. So we've got four. I think we'll be all right, but if you have a question, send it along. Okay? Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Did you hear Daisy snoring? Sometimes the mic picks it up. All right, let's bring him in. Dad brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Good morning, Grand Rapids and Eric Zaitunian. Hi, Dad. Good morning. How you doing, honey? Very well. I forgot to call you last night again. That's all right. We remember. We remembered. Oh, my gosh. It's so good to hear you. remembered. Yeah, it's so good to hear your voice. You both of you. Likewise, honey. Hey, we had a good time at uh, up north. How about that taco party? Oh, my God. That was good. Everything was good. 
Yep, yep. Everything was good. Everybody was behaved. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Always, always good to get back up there. You know, it's a strange thing. During my sleep at the early hours of the morning when I was about to, like, wake up. Yeah? I was thinking of you chopping wood. Oh, man. Chopping a tree. You are some tree chopper, you know? I chop, love... Chop, chop. Yeah, that's... that's uh, for some reason... It's it's more fun to do that up north. I love doing chores up north. I don't like doing them at home. I like doing them up north. I know. Well, it's a little bit more freedom of doing the things that you do when yeah. you're up there. I tell you what, I remember chopping too because I'm still sore. <laughs> oh, you did a lot of that, man. Oh. That big log. Holy oh, cow. yeah, yeah. They, it was uh, that was that was a lot, and then. The the guy whose wood that I was chopping because he lives next door to Mike and he gave he don't he donated the wood he goes do you want to use my log splitter I said no way I do it by hand and he's like you're crazy oh. yeah so uh, you're just a little bunny rabbit that ate the, <laughs> ate the tree the Energizer Bunny did you say that I was the bunny rabbit that ate the tree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love that. Um, okay, so I was just talking about the news. I don't know if you saw. Do you know who the football player Tom Brady is? Yes. The quarterback. He's been quarterback forever. He's like 45 years old. Well, yeah. I guess he's 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 going to be getting divorced. No way. Yeah, he's been married to this woman for quite some time. She's a supermodel. And now the word on the street is she's mad that he's still playing football. She wants him to retire, and he hasn't retired. So, okay, now it, it's like she's, uh, I don't know, giving him an ultimatum, or I, I'm not even sure, but that that might get ugly. Wow. Yeah. But I don't understand what the, what the world does. The marriages, uh, the, the values are somehow or other diminished. He's going to have to retire anyway you know. soon. Yeah, I, I, that that's uh, interesting to me. I don't. Uh, I was a little shocked by that, but everybody's kind of uh, uh, talking about that deal. Yeah, what well, Joanne just said. Uh, Joanne has more knowledge than I do on that. He says uh, he's going to be retiring pretty soon anyway. Well, that he's they've been talking about it for years, but he keeps playing. You know, he's forty-five. My God, you know. But uh, I don't know what uh, I think. She wants to spend more time with him, and he still wants to play football. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 45. Go do something else. Go spend he time with your wife. You should take advantage off of his youth that he's got left in him. Right. Can you imagine if he gets hit like this week and he's in a wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I cannot uh, imagine, but uh, uh, what is the, his thinking? I have no idea. Right. We but, can only We can only guess. We can only that, speculate. That's absolutely correct. Okay, Dad, I've got questions for you guys. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready, and Joanne is ready. Okay. <laughs> Tim writes, hey, folks, when either one of you starts to get a cold, how bad does it have to be before you go see a doctor? Well, I can't make a, any comments because it has been years and years since I've had a cold. Doctor can't cure cold. And the doctors, according to Joanne, cannot cure cold. Yes, that is true. 
I think he's like, you know, if the symptoms are so bad, you got to go to the hospital to get like, um, I don't know, monitored or, or something. I, I agree with you. It would have to be pretty bad. I think you'd have to be dehydrated and hallucinating before you went to the hospital. Really? Absolutely correct. Uh, for some reason, God gave me this uh, particular uh, something in my body that uh, I do not get sick. Well, yeah. I mean, your your, your mother was uh, lived a long time with very little illness. Um, you are as healthy as can be, all things considered. You both are, actually. So, we both are. Yeah, that's that's terrific. That is terrific. I mean, we. I don't know how it happened, but I I found her from uh, God's heaven, and God says that's the girl. Get married. Oh, listen to you. She you you just melted her heart. That's the truth. I think there's some smo- uh, some smooches in your future. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rob writes, first of all, I love the segment with you and Joanne in the background laughing. This is... Uh, uh, thank you, Rob. And then Rob writes, uh, it's been a beautiful summer, but he- fall is here. What is your favorite season? I know we've asked you this before, so what's your favorite, Dad? Winter? Is is winter your favorite? No. Is- no, 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 no. Okay, so you got spring summer and fall left yeah. which well, one I, I think three seasons would have sufficed for me no he wants to know which is the best one yeah like. which one's your favorite oh, the best i like is really uh, uh the the fall yeah i know because that produces leaves which you can pick up one at a time absolutely absolutely i'm on my knees if i in my hands i'm picking up leaves Doggone thing, don't stop. They keep coming down. Yeah, so you're down there picking them up, and they're falling as you're picking them up. Yes. Do you ever, like, yell at the tree or anything? No. I just picked up the, pick up the leaves. Okay. Yeah, I know that. that is that uh, is that what you're planning on doing today? I think the leaves are starting to fall finally. And the thing of it is, that's the area that we sit around. We got this chairs and uh, chairs and table, and man, I, every time I pick it up, one and then two of them come down. Yeah, I know it. I know it. All right. Well, it's uh, six months out of the year. I know you're working like a dog with the leaves, yes. and then trying to make the snow melt. But you know, it, it's really <laughs> it, it really does good for me. I don't know why. No. I know. Hey, I'm right there with you. I will be, as you, everyone knows that I am a carbon copy of you. So, well, that's a great carbon copy. Oh, you're darn right. (laughs) You know, 50 years from now, I'm going to be living in that house that you're in doing the same thing. (laughs) You better bring an addition to it. For all the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, dad. Well, that's excellent. Um, Maureen. Uh, asked, What's the name? Her name is Maureen. Oh, okay. Maureen wants to Hi, know. Maureen. She wants to know if you like scary movies, Dad. Oh, what? Uh, scary movies. You know, uh, like Amityville Horror, Friday the Thirteenth, stuff like that. I don't know if I, I. I have never put any kind of value on that. 
but I don't know. Uh, no, I like regular shows without this shenanigans. <laughs> okay, so if there's a killer or a guy wearing a mask, that's a problem. Uh, no. Okay. I, I, I like the story if it's got some fear in it, you know, because of the <clears throat> things that are happening. Yeah, that would be interesting. But necessarily, I'm not looking forward to that. Okay. We're actually, you know, I'm with you, uh, but uh, because we're going as a group, we're all going as a group to see a scary movie on Saturday. Oh, boy. It's called... What, what movie is that? It's called Smile. It, hmm. It's really creepy. People have a weird smile on their face, and it's creepy, and then you see them, and then you got a week, and then you're going to die. God. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? I don't want to watch something that <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I know it. Okay. All right. Um, Chris writes, Dear Meathead, thank you for contributing to this show each and every week. I work from home on Wednesdays, and the 9 a.m. segment is the first thing I think about. Question. Baseball is an exciting and wildly entertaining American pastime loved by all. Yes. Um. Just like slapping a tire rim down the street with a stick like you did in Iran. Yeah, okay. And then he says, why do you think Americans are so captivated by baseball? I don't know. I can't, I can't see the excitement in the, in the baseball. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way. You know, it's just uh, it's, it's a personality issue. Uh I, I, I can't give you the answer on that. All right, I'm writing this down. Liking baseball is a personality issue. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a, some special personality to like baseball. Well, what about hockey? Well, hockey is a little different. Well, not much. Well, I know what can you, I say? Yeah, I know well, you that like... One is, I've got a pass on giving my any kind of a yeah. That's just how you feel. Just how you feel. Okay, Dad. Uh, Travis writes. Good morning, Ruben. I have a good deba- morning to you too. He says I have a I have a debate that I need settled. Uh, my friends say waffles are the best, and I think pancakes are better. What do you think, pancakes? Well, what's the second item? Pancakes or waffles? I think I'd go for both, really. <laughs> I don't think... You like the best. Yeah. I mean, you know, this, this is one thing about food. Yeah. Uh, I have a personality that's uh, totally, probably strange. I have no uh, uh, problem with food. Anything that's in front of me, I will eat. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, any kind of food that you put in front of me, I will eat with no questioning. I think my wife will attest to that. I love, I love that. That's a, I like that. Uh, I got it down as you have a personality that has no problem with food. No, because uh, somehow, uh, although I say it's a God-given thing, it's a nourishment for me. If that's the one that's my nourishment, that, yeah. that's the way it is. It's a gift. You have a gift from God. Uh, absolutely. Most people might be good with like mathematics or. Course, U.S. dollars are buying a gift from God. Yes. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you have been given some gifts. The uh, gifts to pick up leaves, melt snow, and eat food. Well, <laughs> you got the answer, buddy. Uh, finally, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, what is a good way to tell my wife I'm proud of her? You just said it. That's You're what right. I. That's what I thought. According to Joanne, yeah. Yeah, it seems very simple. You just go up to her and say, "Hey, honey, I am so simple. proud." Of you. But sincerely, yeah. Go, Put your arms around her and say, "Hey, I love you, honey." I'm proud of you. That's all you got to do. You know. Yeah. I mean, I have the same analogy right here. <laughs> I love her. You have the same analogy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Joanne is quite an analogy. Yeah. She's cracking up. She's she's so good natured. That is an analogy with a great sense of humor. Oh yes. She laughs. She laughs at a drop of a. I know. Something. Yeah, that's why we love her so much. She's just she's just funny, and so are you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, I tell you what, Dad. Uh, let me double check, make sure that we uh, – uh, I don't want to miss any anybody, any uh, late arrivers. Um, you know what? I thought I had one that I had might have forgotten. Let's see here. Nope, I uh, I did. I got them all. I got all of my questions in that were sent our way. Dad, you guys, as always, are fantastic. I want to. I I wish you a, a great, great Wednesday and the rest of the week. Okay. All right. Thank you. Same to you. But I have a comment to make. Please, please. What is it? Your voice is different. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your voice is different. Uh oh. Uh. Wow. I think different the machine. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm getting sick. No, you're not. I I, I hear I hear and I understand and all that, but your voice is different. Well, boy, it does. The, the reception is different. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, maybe it has something to do with the volume on the phone. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. In that case, say hello to your honey, and you stay healthy, and say hello to all of your audience. Of course. Of course. You guys are the best. All right. Okay. Love you guys. Love you too, honey. Okay. See ya. Thank you. There you go, dear meathead. I have an analogy. Refers to Joanne as his analogy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, we were talking about him around the fire, and my uh, beloved niece, Shannon, she listens to this segment. And... Um, then we got on the topic of uh, what's what's your favorite thing your dad's ever said? And I said, well, I always, I mean, they kind of, in the moment, I can remember them. But it's always usually something to the effect of, and then I did remember the one example from last week when he said, we're, I was talking to him about uh, being a child of divorce, and despite a divorce, which is always terrible, I think that he provided a pretty as best as he could, um, stable environment. I mean, I, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. It's never good, but it could have been a lot worse. You know, ultimately the best would have been my mom and dad stayed together, but they didn't obviously. So, uh, what I had is uh, my dad and Joanne, which were wonderful, but my mother really suffered. I mean, it was, it was a mess. 
There was I and I had to live with that. But still going to see dad and Joanne, that was uh, a positive thing. So I let them know that. And my dad responded with, and a lot of you probably remember this. And he says, I have learned to have an appreciation for me. He, he says he appreciates himself for that. And I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> classic. Absolutely classic. Always a spectacular feeling. Uh, Linda says, mine is when he signed your card. I love you like a son. Yeah, that was back when I was living in Knoxville. Uh, I, I, I didn't even know any of you. But telling that story again and again is spectacular. And he still, to this day, does not understand what is strange about that. Happy birthday. I love you like a son. And I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? He goes, well, I, I love you. Like a son. I go, I am your son. I know. And that's what I love you like. And this went around and around and around. Oh, my God. Jesus. All right. A um, couple things. News and notes. You may have heard it. On Saturday, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Celebration uh, Studio C downtown. That is where uh, the 110 showing of the film Smile is happening. Ben is in. Ben said he's in. And according to this, he was excited about it. Linda reached out to him. Linda said, I told Ben I was not excited about it. We may need to do a live shot from the lobby. It's going to be a ton of people going to this. Linda says she's doing this under protest. I'm right there with you. I don't want to see this. I would love to hang out with all of you and go see anything but this film. All right, get there early, okay? I want you to get there. By like 1245, so we can all like talk to each other. Because, you know, when we're in the theater, it's not that we're going to be able to have a conversation or anything. This is going to be great. I just got word via email that I got a, um, hold on a second. Before I talk about this, I want to make sure I have my ducks in a row. Because if the ducks are in a row, if the ducks are actually lined up appropriately, it'll be easier to talk about this. Uh, all right. Hang on. Ducks are almost in a row. Still almost in a row. Officially now in a row. You can win money right there. If you're watching the video live stream, you can see it. I'm going to share it with the audience on the Twitch live stream right now. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, there'll be a link in the show notes. Make a bet on the Grand Rapids half marathon. It's about a week and a half away. For your $25 bet, Mike Ball or Eric in the half marathon, 
you are then allowed to put in your time of how much your champion will win by. Closest gets, well, if you pick Mike Ball, closest time to the actual victory gets $300, second, $200, and then uh, third closest, $100. If I win, Mike's doubled that. So you can win 600, 400, 200. All right. There's some specifics that you need to be aware of. Make your guess in the comments section of your donation. Comment who you think will win and by how much time. For example, Eric by 10 seconds or Mike by 45 seconds. Note, do not leave this field empty. You must write your guess in the comments to be considered for a prize. Follow the Eric Zane Show on Facebook to find out if you've won. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it too. Or check out the Eric Zane Show website. The race is October 16th. Make sure to check back then. Eric will also be personally reaching out to our winner and runner-ups. Okay. Click here to view guesses. I haven't made any, so. But some of you have. Bit of a surprise. Aram picked me. What are you doing? Why would you do that? You've been busting my balls about this for months, yet you picked me. What if Mike Ball is sandbagging? He might be. That's why I'm not talking shit. Last year, I ran this thing in two hours and 18 minutes, which is atrocious. My God, 1025 a mile. Uh, all right, so go and uh, and and donate now. I woke up this morning, woke up this morning, and I see that Mike Ball himself has um, made a donation. He's betting on him to win. And I have to give a shout out. He donated $1,000. Mike, I know you don't like this shit of me announcing this. But you are such a saint. Oh, my God. A $1,000 donation from Mike Ball, the Mike Ball family. That is so sweet of you. My God, I had a goal for us to raise $1,000. We've shattered that with you alone. So let's up it to $2,000 between now and the start of the race. <clears throat> for every $25 donation that you make, you can get one guess. So, I mean, if you plan on giving 100 bucks, make four separate donations and four separate guesses. There you go. That's how you do it. My gosh. Uh, I want to see what Aram picked. Uh, okay. Michael Ball, he obviously bet on himself. I guess not obviously. You can bet on whoever. Uh, he picked Michael Ball will win by one second. All right. Aram. Thank you. You're very kind. Picks Eric Zane. 10 minutes. Wow. What are you doing? 
Well, you know, I mean, Mike has made a compelling argument that he is ill. They're not ill. He just doesn't feel well, and his muscles are uh, hurting him. Unrelated, uh, Mark is the one who encouraged me to fix my mirror. Thank you, Mark, not Mike. Idiot. Judy Pellerito. Judy uh, is picking, I don't know. I guess it doesn't say. That's weird. Uh, and uh, Joe Pellerito also made a donation. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Uh, why is your brother such a douche? Uh, Maureen. I don't see your pick. Are you guys not writing your picks in as to who... Uh, you got to wait a minute. That is strange. You're supposed to write in the comments. Did you not do that? It says right on the directions. People, we got to read. You got to go there and, and pick like who you think is going to win and by how much in order to win the prize. Okay. You can win cash. All right. Uh, okay. Thank you so much to uh, Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com. <coughs> Excuse me. 616-914-4070. That's 616-914-4070. Uh, do not go without health care. Healthcare.gov is an amazing tool for people who are either in between jobs, their employer does not offer health care, or the self-employed. Frank will go over the particulars on how it works, but it, it the, the Affordable Care Act is just that. It made health care affordable for you and I. However, signing up uh, on Obamacare is sometimes a little, a little weird. Uh, there's a lot of steps to it, and it's easy to screw up. So Frank helps you every step of the way. His services are free. Reach out to him. Call or text 616-914-4070. It's important that you mention my name. Or just go to buyinsurancehere.com. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan expert and social security guru. He helped the NFK get in a good spot. And I owe Frank for that. Frank's the man. A licensed independent insurance agent slash broker who wants to help you. When it comes to getting a mortgage, get one before you start looking for a house. Uh, Van Dyke Mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035, offering mortgages to people in every state in America. That means you, with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, Alaska, and Hawaii. Reach out to my friends at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage for more information about a mortgage you can get that can uh, get you to... Uh, Buying your house or refi or first mortgage or 10th mortgage, whatever it may be. Thank you to Mario. Okay. I got to take a break. Don't go anywhere. And then we will finish up this show. Stand by. I'll be right back. In theory. All right. There's a Senate race in Georgia. Ralph Warnock is a Democrat. Herschel Walker is the Republican. 
I think Walker's got CTE. He's been accused of like uh, put, putting a gun to the, the head of his wife. He's blamed that on like mental issues. Um, all right. But this, he's been like, oh man, I'm going to ban abortion. I support uh, no abortion. And then some lady comes out of the woodwork and says, yeah, oh, he uh, he paid for my abortion. He got me pregnant and he paid for my abortion. So Walker's like, I don't know this woman. She's a liar. And everybody else is saying, you do too know that woman. So that's interesting. Here you go. Audio check. Video check. Herschel Walker story. I love this story so much. Tonight, Republican candidate and former football star Herschel Walker forcefully denying an allegation that's rocking the critical Georgia Senate race. A new accusation that Walker, who supports an abortion ban after 15 weeks without any exceptions, paid for his then-girlfriend to have an abortion in 2009. Do you know the woman that is making this allegation? I have no no idea, but it is a flat-out lie. The ex- Okay, he, he said a lot there. Just yes or no would have done well. I have no idea. Do you know this woman? His answer was, do you know this woman? He said, I have no idea, but it's a flat-out lie. Well, that's not really answering, is it? Yes or no would work. Do you know this woman? I have no idea. That's what his answer was. Do you know the woman that is making this allegation? I have no no idea, but it is a flat-out lie. The ex- he seems stupid. Explosive report appearing in the Daily Beast, which did not name the woman citing privacy concerns. She says she and Walker agreed she would have the abortion. The Daily Beast publishing a photo of a get-well card she says is from Walker. That's, a, that's the actual photo of the card. So she he pays for the abortion, sends her this card of a cup of tea. Rest, relax. Uh, and recover. Pray you are feeling better. Herschel. The news outlet also says she gave them a receipt from an abortion clinic and an image of a $700 check she says is from Walker. NBC News has not seen nor independently verified any of the documents. I never asked anyone to get an abortion. I never paid for an abortion, and it's a lie. But tonight, Walker is facing fierce criticism from his 23-year-old son, Christian, saying Walker's family urged him not to run because we all knew some of his past. Don't lie about your life at the expense of me, my mom, and all of the people that you've affected throughout your life. You don't get to pretend you're some moral family guy. Herschel. Oh, 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 fuck. Oh, oh, no. I've got a little more of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on that in a bit. But I guess that this kid is a uh, budding conservative talk show or budding conservative influencer. So, um... Yeah, that's who the kid is, and he is indicting his dad. We urged him not to run because we all knew some of his past. Don't lie about your life at the expense of me, my mom, and all of the people that you've affected throughout your life. You don't get to pretend you're some moral family guy. Herschel oh, Walker my tweeted- God. There's nothing worse than getting uh, uh, hammered 
by someone so young. I, I, I've had that happen. My, my daughter, Madison, is devastating in an argument. Okay? That is someone you don't want to get pissed off. I've pissed Madison off before. And, oh, shit. That, that is a bad feel. I feel terrible when she lets me have it. I try to, I try to be very well behaved when it comes to Madison because it's a bad feeling when a 20-year-old kicks your ass. I love my son no matter what. I wouldn't have tweeted that. I would have said, I'm going to kick his ass. And blasting the allegations as a last-minute distraction by Democrats. Disinflation, the border wide open, crime. They don't- you heard it. Disinflation, the border wide open. Herschel Walker. Democrats. Disinflation, the border wide open, crime. They don't want to talk about that. So they're making up lies now because they need this Georgia seat. Now, top national Republicans are rallying around. Okay. Uh, politics, very dirty. Uh, October, November surprise happens all the time. You better make sure that if you are running for office, the first thing you do is say, hey, uh, I am running for uh, office, and I know, and then be out front with the people. You got to admit to this shit, okay? Get get it out of the way a year ago, and then when they say, yeah, buddy, you say, ah, ah, I already talked about it. I already addressed it. Go look at my, you got to get in front of this shit. This is, this is what happens. Around him, from former President Trump to Senator Rick Scott, tonight saying Democrats know that Herschel Walker is winning, so they have cranked up the smear machine. In co- uh, probably. I believe that. You're right. But that doesn't mean he didn't do this. I'm a Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock not weighing in on the controversy, but saying he's been a consistent abortion rights supporter. Wow. I want to hear more from that kid. Uh, there'll probably be an ad. I don't want the Tic Tac ad. Don Collins. Oh, my God. How are you, buddy? Don Collins is here. That's good. I know you're doing great things. Thank you so much for all your help getting this show started on Twitch. Yeah, to say this is a bombshell is an understatement. Republicans who brushed off earlier reports from the AJC, from MSNBC and other outlets of Walker's history of violence, his erratic behavior, his lies, his exaggerations on the campaign trail, they're now very, very nervous about his midterm chances, not just because the Daily Beast alleges an act of brazen hypocrisy from a candidate who says he wants to support a total ban on abortion, but also because Herschel Walker's 23-year-old adult son has yeah. been so outspoken the last two days in condemning his father for running in the first place. So, so you bring up his son. Um, I do want to play a part of a video um, that he released just a couple of hours ago. Please don't play the same part I just played. Doubling down essentially on what he tweeted out earlier. Um, let's that, watch that for just a moment and then we'll talk. He has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. Oh, no. Four kids. I didn't know that. Four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. That's devastating. Jesus. He has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? I'm just saying, don't lie. Don't lie on my mom. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on the lives you've destroyed and act like you're some moral family man. Y'all should care about that. Conservatives. Oh, it's not just this. Holy shit. Oh. 
That's his kid. And his kid is a budding conservative influencer. He he wishes that Herschel wasn't a piece of shit so that he could endorse him and support him. I mean, you need look no further than this. And making these allegations, which have been verified by the Daily Beast, we here at NBC have not yet seen um, some of these documents to verify that. Um, but then you have this coming from inside his own family, wondering how Republicans are reacting to all of this. Yeah, it's raw. It's hard to watch. And we're not sure the impact of, of what this might look like on the campaign. I disagree. It's easy to watch. That was compelling as shit. I love that guy. But we already knew even before this. There's a significant number of Republicans, conservatives who are skeptical of, of Herschel Walker's candidacy, who are either going to skip the vote, they're going to vote for uh, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock, or they're going to vote for the Libertarian. That split ticket trend was showing up in polls from the AJC and other outlets even before this. And now we could start seeing Republicans more aggressively seek to distance themselves from Herschel Walker. Yeah, this guy's dead. Ah, shut up. I think that's going to be the end of Herschel Walker. Oh, that kid. He was on the warpath. I love him. I want to hear what he has to say more of. That's a conservative that I could get behind, you know? there. I'm not completely, uh, 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 well, I kind of have told you that I'm voting all blue. Unless shown otherwise. Unless in the next period of time, something comes up that makes me uh, think otherwise. Like, what's the, ch- I keep saying it, for Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, I think I could get behind her. Pugs on the wing, 420. Lion fans, I think Lomas Brown should run for a political position. I love Lomas, but he's hard to listen to. All right. I now what's interesting to me about all that is all the Republicans who all they I don't think this matters though. I don't think any of this matters because the right and left are so st- uh, set in their ways. Okay? Nothing no one nothing's going to change. They would rather have the right would rather have um a lying, cheating hypocrite than anything else. All right? They would rather have that uh, so all they have to say to keep the base happy is it's a lie. It's it's an absolute lie. It's not true. It's just, uh, you know, and, and throw that out there. And, and that's going to play. You know, the, the battle lines, the walls around each party are so strong that you could do anything. It doesn't matter anymore. All this does is makes for... Uh, interesting things to talk about on a podcast. Does it matter? No. Now, I don't think he's, I didn't think he's going to win in the first place. This dude, Herschel Walker. Uh, But all this does, honestly, is just kind of keeps the fire stoked for an interesting story. Okay. We have changed the date on the paintball war. I didn't. Rick did. Okay. He called me, says, October 16th is not going to work, um, so I'm changing it. Is that cool? Absolutely. Okay, we've moved it now to Sunday, October 23rd, TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. If you ever want to book your own party, okay, you can play outdoors, 
while the weather holds, and then we're taking it indoors. All right. Uh, Paintball War, number 20, October 23rd. Reach out to me, RSVP, if you can play. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I would love you to be there. If not, remember TC Paintball for your party. Friends, family, neighborhood kids, bachelor, bachelorette, doesn't matter. Drop in during the week. You can just walk in and play. Saturdays, you got to make an appointment. Book your time. TCPaintballGR.com. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. They're awesome. AccessKent.com slash health. Uh, the WIC program is being focused on this week. Okay, so if you're having trouble keeping food on the table, you reach out to the Kent County Health Department. AccessKent.com slash health. Figure out how this can happen. You qualify. You get a card each week. There's money on it. Not each week. Each month. And then you keep the family fed. Okay? You pay into this your whole life. If the time comes that you need it, do it. All right? Take advantage of that. We don't want anybody going hungry for crying out loud. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department for making uh, being vocal about this by asking me to talk about it. AccessKent.com slash health. Okay, I posted on Facebook the picture, not the picture, the video, the latest commercial of A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, the boys smiling while they work. A&E Heating and Cooling, the $79 furnace tune-up. 616-516-8579. A&E Heating and Cooling, $79 before you turn on that furnace. If you need a new furnace, they will install the best in the business. The Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Okay. Got to break down a fight. Audio check. Now. It's oh, easy to help. No, don't want to do that. I think I'm still playing things on the old clip I was playing. Can't have that. Glad I caught that. LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, I remember when he played with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this guy always wound up on Super Bowl winning teams. I think LeGarrette Blunt won three Super Bowls. He's one of these guys who, uh, after a great pro career, starts uh, uh, coaching the kids. Similar to, um, what's the one dude who, uh, God, what's his name? Played for the Denver Broncos, and then uh, him and his brother were coaching a team, and somebody got shot. The coach for the uh, other team got shot. Just happened. That's what uh, Blunt is doing. Former player coaching the youth football team. So everybody knows that what you do is you get into a fight. Here he is trying to kill this guy. Look at him. He looks like he can still play football. Coaching a youth football game on Saturday in Gilbert, Arizona. Ah, Balls. This media has been disabled in response to a report by the copyright owner. Shit. That is too bad. Because this was a good one. This little dude is trying. He actually dodged the punch. I don't think Blunt actually made contact. But uh, prior to me looking at the video just now, there was video of him losing his shit. 
at the uh, you look at the the chicks getting in there. She's like, oh come on, we got something better to do. This guy's showing no emotion. But uh, yeah, uh, youth football game. He ended up freaking out. The Garrett Blunt, and uh, well, I I think he's in some type of trouble. When he was at Oregon, he punched a guy during the game. He had a guy from Boise State. I remember that. He did that deal. He went undrafted in 2010. And he threw a punch at a a teammate in training camp that year. In 2014, he was arrested with then-teammate Le'Veon Bell. It says, despite his violent tendencies, he had a strong NFL career. 56 touchdowns, led the NFL with 18 rushing touchdowns in 2016. Rushed for 11 career playoff touchdowns. Even guy won three Super Bowls. What the fuck's he so fired up about? Uh, all right. It was at a youth football game in Gilbert, Arizona. The game was between Blunt's GCYFC Gators and the Chandler Elite Bears. So basically, you get a, a bunch of guys together and think that all their kids are going to be pro football players. One video showed Blunt chasing after someone following the game. This supposedly came after a problem he had in the handshake line. Uh, oh, I might have video. I don't know. TMZ had it, but I'm getting the spinning wheel of death now. Maybe. Possibly. Audio check, video check. Ah, boy. It seems like it's not going to work. No. I don't think it's going to work. Screw it. Dude got in a fight. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what these guys are so worked up about. What was the guy's name? Who? Uh, um, does anybody know the guy I'm talking about? It just happened. Denver Broncos. His brother shot somebody. I don't know. Uh, Moving on. A YouTuber has had a baby. And a YouTuber has again. Akeem Tlaib. Thank you, Rick. A YouTuber has had a baby. And a YouTuber has named a child a stupid name. Look at her. Oh, my God. Trisha Paytas. Her fans are saying, what are you doing? The article says, move over apple, cricket, denim, and huckleberry. There's a new celebrity baby in town. Her name is definitely unique. I think of the four apple, cricket, denim, and huckleberry. I think cricket is not the worst. Or apple. Apple or cricket. I can kind of... Apple, cricket, and huckleberry, I think, are things that could work. You know? I don't know why. But denim... What the? 
It's like calling your kid uh, pants or shirt, denim, or polyester. It just it just does. There's so many ways that that doesn't work. YouTuber Trisha Paytas recently gave birth to her first child. Almost like some weird unwritten celebrity rule. She's jumped on the bandwagon and named the new daughter Malibu Barbie. Uh, Paytas goes by she, her, and they, them. If you're she, her, why are you going by they, them? Whatever. Her husband, Moses Hackman, announced Malibu Barbie's birth in a September 15th TikTok. And uh, the story's just getting around now. Meet our new daughter, Malibu Barbie Paytas Hackman. Ugh. God. Adorable baby. Great, cute little video of the uh, of the child being born. I mean, look at it. it's it's uh, it might be small, but you can see it. Here's my. I like the song. I think that first I think that first clip was her like <clears throat> in labor. I love that song. I want to hear that song from Jackie and Justin. I want to be a grandpa again. Wedding in uh next month. Video uncheck. I missed it. Shit. What an asshole. Hello, Peanut. Hello, baby. Hello, baby girl. I'm sorry that your name is Malibu Barbie. Shit. Malibu Barbie is the child's name. Well, congratulations. The thing that I, uh, I noticed on this story about, um, uh, Paytas, what's her face is, um, Trisha Paytas is the popularity. I, I have, I've never heard of her. Okay. Up until this story. I've never heard of uh, Trisha Paytas leading up to this and the amount of popularity she has. It says the 34 year olds road to parenthood has not been easy. Uh, They have struggled, (coughs) excuse me, with fertility issues for years. And they were even forced to deny the bizarre speculation that their newborn son was not a reincarnation of Queen Elizabeth II after the late monarch passed close to Peyton's due date. Since making their debut on YouTube in 07, Paytas has garnered 5 million subscribers and over 900 million total views. 
I get excited when something I put out has 100 views. Uh, they've made a name for themselves with mukbangs. I don't know what that is. Fashion hauls, makeup tutorials, and even now infamous kitchen floor videos in which the mom of one records herself crying about her issues on the kitchen floor. That's like Kenny. Kenny, you're a walking gold mine. You should do that. I can just imagine. I mean, if she's making millions of dollars laying on her kitchen floor, crying about her issues, you should do that too. <laughs> oh, oh, buy it. His floor sure is cold. <laughs> Rampage has got my goat once again. I was trying to get to Oscar. Jesus Christ, I sneezed. Sure enough, the chopper came in and shot me to my death. I fell from the 14th floor of that building. That was terrible. Paytas has been in and out of controversy for their tendency to constantly reinvent themselves with new identities, including becoming uh, Jewish, studying Islam, and then becoming obsessed with following the Hare Krishna movement. Now it seems Paytas has heard more controversy and divided opinion over Malibu Barbie's name. As social media uh, users have a lot to say. So, um, at first I thought that this was a boy, but I think it's a girl. I think it's a girl. Oh, man. Malibu Barbie. This person writes, people are trying to stay neutral about this, but I cannot sit idly by while this happens. Naming your newborn Malibu Barbie is cruel. What an awful name. If you think it's a cute name, you should not be allowed naming rights to any future posterity. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Nick Cannon named his 10th child Rise Messiah. And this chick names the kid Malibu Barbie. Oh, my God. What are we going to (laughs) do? Shit. All right. Stevie refers to this chick as a gross mess. I had never heard of her either, Kenny, until this story. All the only thing, the only reason why I know this chick is because she named her kid Malibu Barbie. And in the grand scheme of things, if you are going, if, if, if you have a baby and you want that kid as content, you got to name them something like that. So if by some miracle Diana gets pregnant and I really want to help grow the podcast, I would name the child Fuckface McGee. And I wonder if you can do that. Is that, would you get in some type of trouble if you called your kid Fuckface McGee? But that would, uh, that would be good. That would actually work, I'm sure. All right. We have the asshole of the day just moments away. 
Who is it going to be? Could it, in fact, be this lady? I already forget her name. Trisha Paytas. Could it be LeGarrette Blunt? Could it be for messing up the video? Could it be me? It could be me on a big stage singing out my song. All right. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, sarahondagranville.com. If you need a car, go there. Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation. If you need flooring installed, call them, 616-318-0167. And if you're buying flooring, I want you to get it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Mention my name, save 10%. Yesterday, the asshole of the day was the guy who cheated in the fishing tournament. We got weights and fish. Okay. YouTube car repair champion, Eric Zane, Aaron Judge. John Sterling with the call. Roger Maris's son throwing shade. NFK's dental issue. NFK not understanding how dentists work. Loretta Lynn dead. Married at 15. Baby at 15. I have found the asshole of the day. When I stop talking, it's because I see who it is. It's obvious. I'm sure if I look at the comments, everyone will agree who the asshole of the day is. Thank you, Maureen. Uh, Herschel Walker is your asshole of the day brought to you by TC paintball. Congrats, Herschel. Side note, Maureen says fish cheaters going to be prosecuted. Possibly saw an update. That's ridiculous. I hope not. That's bullshit. People need to chill. So what? They cheated in a stupid fishing tournament. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as always, I thank you for being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. That is my time for today. I will uh, be back on the Patreon bonus podcast. Till next time, thank you. <laughs>